Blog Talk Radio. It's Saturday, June 11, 2016, and you're tuned in to another edition of The Missy Show for your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, <laughs> and joining us once again is our co-hostess with the mostest, um, who is in a, in a certain state right now, <laughs> um, the lovely Dee. Um, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Jay. I have to giggle so far. <laughs> Dee's a little bit sleep deprived, so um, I'm so sorry. I'm like on fumes right now, so I apologize for what might or might not happen during this next thirty minutes because I have had no sleep and I am sleep deprived. And Jay can attest to what happens when I don't have sleep and I have (laughs) overworked myself. So yes, I am. It's okay. It's okay. She's here. She's here with us, and that's all we care about. So. We don't care if she's loopy. We've done this before. We've had the drunk show. We've, you know, we've had a couple of loopy episodes. And for those of you who are our first-time listeners on the drunk show, we weren't really drunk, but we were both sort of sleep-deprived, and it was just an interesting episode. So we'll have another one of those, and that's okay. Yes, um, will be. <laughs> for me, um, just to let you guys know, not that this has anything to do with pet topics, but I've been fighting the urge to order some Bath and Body because I don't know if you know Wait a minute. Well, well, hold, hold on. Okay, so listeners, what you don't know, <laughs> some things you might need to do a show on, the things you might not know about Jay and D. <laughs> One of the things you might not know about Jay is she's addicted <laughs> to Bath and Body Works. <laughs> I am. I love them. When I say addicted, we can be in the mall together and walk by the store, and she's like, oh, and it'll start right before we get there. Oh, no. <laughs> it'll come out like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going in. No, we're not going, no. Mm-mm. Oh, look at sale. No, we're not going in. <laughs> you want to go in? No, no, we're not going. You sure you don't want to go in? I, I mean, go but in. I have to. <laughs> I, I have to do that or else, you know, I just don't want to lose it. I don't want to lose it in there, so I have to actually talk myself out of it. But they're having their semi-annual sale. They have it in January <laughs> and June, so they're having their semi-annual sale, and they have stuff 75% off. It's 75% and there's an outlet close. There's an outlet close to us, so, uh, yeah. That's her crack, people. That's her crack. <laughs> So that's my crack, and you know I like to put stuff up for Christmas, and I mean it's for a good cause because some of it will be for other people. You know, see what I mean, listeners? She was addicted. <laughs> she was addicted. But we but, might do a show. We might do a show about the things you don't know about J and D, and that will be at the top of Jay's list because she is a Bath and Body work little fiend, but it's very cute. But you know what? I think that would be a great show topic because I think we're, like, really, really close to our 100th episode anyway. So that might be a cool 100th episode. <laughs> that would be cool, cool, because we can, like, give it on each other. Yes, kind of like our thing we did for our 25th episode or something, like Ask J&D, I think we did. 
like about over a year ago or something like that. But I don't know. This may be like episode ninety eight or something here. So I know we're like right up on it. But but okay. we'll we'll do something like that. That'll okay. Be but cool. I'm I'm going to get off of this subject because I can stay on it the whole time, and then this episode will no longer be about dogs. And we're doing big dogs to be exact. Big dogs. Big dogs. Big dog. As, as Martin used to say, I don't know if any of you guys used to watch Martin, the show that used to come on in the 90s, but Martin Lawrence was the star, and he he used to just talk about stomping with the big dogs, but, of course, he wasn't talking about dogs literally like we are. But um, <laughs> we're talking about, we're going to be exploring the pros and cons of having large or, as I found in my research, giant breed dogs, as they're called. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But as usual, before we begin that topic, we have to give out the answers to yesterday's pet trivia question. And here is the question. Pretty simple, straight to the point. Flying bird. Want to take a guess at that? Sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> what is the fastest flying bird? Fastest? Is it a bat? Is it a bat bird? I don't know. <laughs> nope, actually not Not a bat. Not a bat. Um. And this one's hard because, I mean, it's so many types of birds, but I'm going to tell yeah. you what my first thought was, but it was wrong. I thought the hummingbird, because I thought I read somewhere, you know how rapidly their little wings, yeah. you know, flap, and it's like they can just kind of like dart back and forth between the flowers and all that. So I thought it was a hummingbird, but it's not a hummingbird. Not a hummingbird. Okay. Hmm. Eagle? Good guess. Good guess, but no, it's not the eagle. And, and I'm going to... Is it a bird that we actually know, or is it one of those forms? No, we wouldn't. Nah, we wouldn't have got this okay. anyway. Yeah, okay, I'm not but, um, but the answer is actually the peregrine falcon. Yeah, never would have got that. Ne- neither. Yeah. Never heard of them. I, I've heard of just a falcon in general, but this is the peregrine falcon. Now, here's the thing. Um, they say it is the fastest bird and the fastest animal on earth, but only when it's in a dive. So it's only when it's swooping down on something. Okay. Um, so it, as it executes its dive, the peregrine falcon to a great height, then dives steeply at speeds of over 200 miles per hour. So, so when wow. he's swooping down on you, he's, he's really going. So it's only when he's, he's like making a dive. So he's the fastest bird when it comes to that. But if it comes to just birds and level flight, the way we're used to just seeing them fly, that will go to the spine-tailed swift who was clocked at more than 100 miles per hour. Wow. So those are some pretty fast birds. Yeah, if they're coming at you, just say your prayers and say, okay. <laughs> okay, we're dead. We're going now. Yeah, wow. um, not good if you are a mouse or... Maybe mm-hmm. even certain types of snakes, I guess they could swoop down and get that falcon, I'm sure. But um, yeah. I will post a link to the website so you guys can take a look because they have, I think, like the top ten list of uh, other birds, the ones that just are the fastest at level flight. So I'll post that link. Um, for more pet trivia, check out our blog on Fridays at cheesatorty.blogspot.com. If you guys would like to join in today's conversation, if you got your own big dog story, hit us up at 347-838-8313 or listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash she's authority. Links from information used in today's episode can be found after the show on our Facecom 
forward slash Missy.show44 or on our Twitter page at twitter.com forward slash Missy Show. And don't forget to check out the Missy Show website for upcoming episodes, news, and bonus material at the Missy Show. So, Exactly a definition, but yeah, big dogs. I always think of Great Danes. Those yeah. are huge dogs. That's like an example, like Great Danes, St. Bernard's, Mastiffs, things like that. These are just really, really big dogs who can be, be like over 100 pounds. You know, some yeah. of them are even like pushing 200 pounds. So that's what we mean by the big dog. Yes. Yes. Big, um, big. Big big rock rock rylers rock rylers. Yeah, they're they're pretty. Yeah, they're they're yes. they're very muscular, aren't they? Kind of they're like muscular. some of them, they have that stocky muscular build. Yeah, they're solid, and and I've been bumped by one before. It was knocked down. <laughs> <laughs> they're big, <laughs> strong. Yes, and um, as with any. And being a pet parent to a very large breed dog, we kind of wanted to discuss some of the pros of having one and then some of the cons, too. Um, Some of the cons that um, I found on this site called nationalcitypuppy.com, they were saying, excuse me, as laid back as they are, large dogs do have some disadvantages. They are bigger and therefore eat more and take up more room in the house. So yeah, you're gonna be buying a lot of dog food. So yeah, um, a lot of trust me <laughs> when I tell you. Yeah, you had, know. Yeah, not that I had a big one of those classifications of big dogs, but my boomer was not a little dog. He was he could have been a big if he had a just you know a couple more pounds because he was he was kind of big and he was a mix. But the dog food this dog could go through, and I'm thinking he just bought you a 20 pound bag of dog food. Where did it go? But, yeah, they can eat a lot. They can eat a lot, lot, lot. Trust me when I tell you that. And it's one of those things where if they're, especially when they're young and they're puppies or whatever, well, not when they're young and puppies, but when they get to be bigger and they're growing, eat a lot. He would eat a lot. And he would go out and exercise and get his little exercise in, and he'd come back, and he would just, that poor bowl didn't have a chance. He would tear that bowl <laughs> He would tear that bowl up, and it was just like, Okay. <laughs> And then later, but you have to you have to manage you have to really manage their food intake and things like that because you don't want a big dog that becomes an overweight dog, which would just be a whole different yeah, story. Exactly, exactly. So make sure you have that in the budget. Make sure you consider that whether you can afford to buy those twenty pound bags like that. Because I don't know how many how many of them that you have to like go through in a month, Steve, with Boomer. Um, Oh, were you doing like a twenty pound bag a week, or was it twenty pound? A twenty pound bag would probably last maybe a week and a half, maybe two mm. with him. It was, you know, it was it. He he could eat, you know, and it wasn't so much that he was, you know. This is when he was before he got older or whatever. You just have to make sure you get, you know, um, the right dog food for when their age and, and you know where they are in their stage of life. 
but he could eat. So it was it was a thing of where you you would kind of ration it out, cup, you know, a couple of cups or whatever. But after a while, you're like, because the dog food. If anybody's ever bought a big bag of dog food, you don't get a full bag of dog food. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't come full. No, it's half full. So you don't get a full bag of dog food. So you're going through. You know, we went like I said, my a bag will last about maybe two, two and a half weeks or something like that, and we were not like overfeeding him or anything. So, and then you have to imagine, um, like some of these dogs are like way bigger than Boomer was, so you know, yeah, maybe know. going through food a lot quicker. Um, something else I saw, um, they also said vet care is also more expensive for large breeds versus if you have smaller dogs. So you got to take that into consideration. Um. Also, if you're going to travel, you know, you think yeah. about those, those little, the little bitty dogs, it's easy to travel with them, you know, if you're, you know, flying or something like that. But if you have a Great Dane or something like that, that's the logistics of that isn't as easy. And you got a lot of places where if they weigh over 30 pounds, you're out of luck, like hotels and things like that. Yeah, hotels, because sometimes when we would be, because we live where there are hurricanes, and so sometimes we have to think about evacuation. And, you know, there was a time where our vet at the time would take the dog in and, you know, we would leave the dog with the vet and they would they would board all the pets or whatever, but it got to the point where I think the sort of rule now is if you evacuate, you take your dog with you. And so for us it became, because sometimes we would just have to stay here because we couldn't find a hotel that would take his size. So um, I think there was one hurricane where that was the reason why we didn't evacuate because, we you know, of course we're not leaving him. And we couldn't find a hotel that would that would allow us to bring him with his size and everything. So it was kind of crazy. But um, just hitting back to the um, <clears throat> vet thing, Jay, mm-hmm. what I noticed with Boomer, especially when he started to grow, when he just spurted up or went in as a puppy one night and came out of the room as a big dog. <laughs> I was like, who are you? Where'd you come from? But, um. When you go to the vet, and you probably, I don't know if they do this with cats or whatever, but when you go to the vet, a lot of the medication you get, the the price of it is determined by the size of your dog. So mm-hmm. if you have a dog that's like a small dog, then you'll probably pay a small amount for like, you know, whatever, I don't know, supplements or something. But if you have a bigger dog, depending on the poundage that they have, you're going to pay sometimes according to how much they weigh and the size of the medium, small, large, you know, 50 to 70 pounds, something like that. So you're going to pay. And let me just tell you, Mr. Boomer's medication, when he got to be his full-grown self or whatever, was pretty expensive at times because of his size and, and how big he was. So that's another thing with vet care. They sometimes will charge you depending upon the size of the dog. So keep that in mind. So that's two strikes against your wallet. So unless you're prepared <laughs> as far as food and, and vet care and you're okay with paying more, you know, that may be something, you know, you, you might want to go with a more mid-sized to smaller dog. And we're going to go over the pros of it too, but we just want to kind of get the cons out of the way first. You know, I didn't yeah. know, Dee, that they said that large breeds um, tend to have shorter lifespans than smaller dogs. Yeah. I didn't know that. yeah. Because of, you know, certain things that kind of go with them, they're prone to, what is it, hip dysplasia? Yeah, I um, saw that. Yeah, hip dysplasia kind of goes into it. Um, I forget what they call that. What is that with the stomach? Where the stomach, um, uh, I just had it. Not, it really yeah, because I, I saw, because there's where another the stomach side of it. 
Mm-hmm, Will they get like a blockage or a knot in their stomach? Because I can't, ah, I can't bloat. Where, yeah, bloat. Um, where the the where I can't find my definition for it, but I think it's where there's a blockage or they get like. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I thought yeah, something like that. It, it literally, like, kind of has a bloat to it or whatever. Because at one time we thought that was, was a problem that was wrong with Boomer because he was having, like, this digestive kind of thing going on, and they thought maybe this was what was going on with him, you know. And I was like, oh, Lord. But, um, yeah, they have different ailments displays because they're so big. And, yeah, and, they have bone issues due to that yeah. because, yeah. Cause Boomer I think I might have found what you were talking about, Dee, but I don't know if I can pronounce this. It's something, okay, I'm going to try it, gastric dilatation volvulus, <laughs> like that, but I know I know what the okay. gastric is something to do with their stomach. It's something to yeah, do with their stomach, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I think it's called bloat or something like that. Or Yeah, I guess that's a, like, scientific term. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it, because I see where it say that it's commonly called bloat. Yeah, and they say it's an emergency medical condition that is seen most commonly in large and giant breed dogs. It's life-threatening that occurs when the stomach fills with gas and or food expands and then rotates, trapping gas inside the stomach and cutting off the blood supply to the stomach and spleen. Oh, yeah, wow. That, yeah, that doesn't sound yeah, good at all. Yeah, and it's very, very serious. It's a very, very serious, serious thing. We thought at one time Boomer had that, and it, it turned out, thank God, it wasn't that. It was something else. Um, But... uh. Yeah, that's a very serious thing, and it's it's common with big dogs. It's very common with big dogs. So keep that in mind, too. Um, I didn't know they shed more. I read that, like, Great Danes and all of them, your stuff will be covered in hair. Of course, any Mm -hmm. animal with fur will shed, but but they said the larger breeds, they actually shed worse. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Well, I know Boomer did, because we just got used to it. Because he had some chow in him, his hair was like three layers, and you would just, you know, it was on. You just got used to having that occasional hair float by your face, and you're like, "What is that?" Like a strand of Boomer's hair, because he's he's like went in the room and like did a little shake, and hair is just everywhere. And when we were in the car, it was just like we were in a snow globe, and you just shook it up because hair was everywhere. Because of course the sun was back and the windows were down, and he's just having a good time. So you just get used to it. Yes, because uh, Missy, yeah, <laughs> her hair would be everywhere, too, and, and I'm, I'm not going to take it there because I know we're, we're focusing on the big dogs, but, yes, um, she used to like to drink the water out of the faucet. She liked to have it dripping, and then, of course, the sink would be covered in cat hair. But that's another story. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they slobber if you get, like, a massive. Um, oh, yes, I saw that. If they yeah. shake their head, yeah. And it's, like, uh, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they can't help it. They can't help it, but it is a real true thing that happens. And I think the um the uh what is the dog? Oh gosh, the one Beethoven. What's that dog? It just left oh, my name. Yeah, the Saint Bernard. Yeah, the Saint Bernards. I think they say yeah. they're like that too, with the flaws yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But you know what, D? Uh, as a pro. They say that most of those bigger dogs, though, they have the sweetest temperament. They're great yes, kids. They They're great do. family dogs. They are. And let me just tell you, one of my, my things is I've always wanted a dog, particularly, I've always wanted a Great Dane. Because I think that they are the 
sweetest, most gentlest giants, and I don't think they realize how big they are. And I mean, we've had I've had experiences with them. Like I told you about the time when I think Boomer was sick, and we were sitting in the doctor's office, and one walked in, and I thought, and I guess he thought, you know, everybody's sitting down, and I'm gonna sit too, but he just came and sat in my lap. I mean, oh. literally, because he was that high enough to just sit. He just kind of sat in my lap, and I thought, okay, if you need to. That's I'm not moving yet. But he was the sweetest and his owner was just saying that um he just doesn't realize how big he is. He he has yeah. no clue. He has no clue that he is as big as he is and he just he was like a puppy. He was the sweetest, most gentlest animal I've ever kinda encountered at that time. Yeah, and they're I, I, chill. They're just chill. They want to just get on the sofa and chill out. Yeah, and, that's the thing. You know, like with a lot of the smaller dogs, they're kind of yappy and they have a lot of energy. And it's like, take me yeah. outside and, and we want to run around and do all this. It's kind of like as long as you let the larger dogs just kind of just get some moderate exercise, take them out, walk them. But once they're back in the house, they're good. That yeah. They can just chill out on the sofa with you or just, just lay in your king-size bed, you know, because you don't need a big bed. But um, You don't need a big bed. <laughs> California King, think California. <laughs> but they are very chill. They're, they're just they're chill and they're very good with kids. And I was actually reading, Dee, that you you have to protect them from the children more so yeah. than the children from them because sometimes children can be too rough with them or want to ride them like horses and stuff. And you mm-hmm. have to watch the smaller kids with them because they'll kind of just sit there and take it, you know. Yeah, they're just sitting there, just like okay. <laughs> Is somebody going to realize that this, dog, this child is on my back <laughs> so many times? Exactly. You know, and then here I saw um, regarding Great Danes, they were talking about how six-month-old Great Dane will outweigh a six-year-old child. So parents, be cautious. You know, not that the Great Dane will purposely be trying to hurt the child, but they could actually knock them down. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 You're going to need some space. You're gonna just, yeah. You're going to need yeah. some space. An apartment and a great dame probably wouldn't work so well. It could work mm-hmm. as long as you got them the exercise and whatever, because they would come back and get you. But just to know that you're gonna, they're gonna have to get their exercise. You know, if you're not, even if in a, in a big area, they're still gonna need their exercise. But if you're living in a small area, you might want to think about a different type of dog. Mhm. Exactly. And then this made me think about Boomer um, when I read something about the Great Danes that uh, because of their height and everything, before you wake up in the morning, they said left food on the countertops, uh, more than likely it's going to be gone, you know, because they can just easily get to it. They can just get up there and get the food. So you kind of have to be careful about that because, you know, they're kind of tall and that too, so they can well, easily get to certain in. things. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the story about him getting his spanking for getting in the garbage and all that. He got his garbage, and one day he decided he wanted to get his baby roots and his kitchen towel, and for some reason he found the butcher knife. And those were the three things he had in the hallway. Well, the wrapper was left from the candy bars, which we were, like, freaking out because it was chocolate. But uh, Yeah. And I guess he was going to clean himself up, and if we tried to take it away, he was going to cut. So I'm not really sure what it was, what was going on with that, but he was able to get on the counter and get it and, and to the breakfast bar. So I was like, okay. Note that in mind, and then I guess for the the obvious reasons, because of their size, they also make excellent watchdogs. You know, they're very protective of the family anyway, but they're also 
just intimidating because of their size. So if you have one of those sitting on your porch, I doubt that you'll really have to worry about anybody bothering you. No, they won't fine. No, we don't want to go there. <laughs> and they're probably the sweetest thing. They're like, mm-hmm. there's me, and they're like, no. And so they're just walking by. You know, big dogs are just fun. They're just, you know, they're just, I'm not saying that little dogs aren't fun, but they're just kind of goofy, and they're just kind of awkward sometimes, and they're just, you look at them, and you're like, oh, <laughs> it's just small. Oh, you're so big. It's just huge. And you're sitting in the little thing. So <laughs> they're fun. Big dogs are fun. They're fun, and I think I could get along better with their temperament because I, I've seen the little yappy dogs. And, and don't get me wrong, I've even considered getting a smaller dog, the kind that you can kind of, like, put in your purse. But they are yeah. more manic and high energy and high octane, a lot of them. Not yeah. saying all of them. And they, some of them kind of bark a lot. But I noticed with some of the larger breeds, they say they really don't bark that much. No, just when they probably see something. Or hear something, yeah. you know, as opposed to a chihuahua. I'm not hating on chihuahuas because I love chihuahuas, but, you know, chihuahuas are a little yappy. <laughs> They're a little yappy. They, they they talk a lot. You have a lot to say. Even when no one's talking to them, they have things to say. But, you know, you got your bull. You know, I, I, I picked that for a um, Rottweiler. His name was Henry. And so Henry was just chill. Henry just, you know, he was just wanted me to come and feed him and pat him on his head that was the size of a truck. And, you know, give him some water and just feed him. And he was like, okay, see you tomorrow. All right, keep it going. <laughs> it was cool. And it was just really chill. They make great weekend dogs when you're kind of just wanting to just, you know, just lie in bed or just lie on the sofa and you're looking at Netflix or something. And it's just they're, they're just a nice partner just to, you know, just hang out with you. You know, you're just looking at TV and, and they're just yeah. calm. They're just like, I'm, I'm good. Like, yeah, I'm good. What are we watching next? I'm going to take a nap. Okay. I'm good with that too. Whatever you want to do, I'm there. And but one thing I did see, especially with the Saint Bernard, they just said make sure you kind of get them some, you know, training, obedience training early on because with a dog that big, you kind of don't want them just kind of out of control and just used to doing Mm -hmm. what they want. So you want to kind of get that under control while they're a puppy. Exactly. You want to establish, because you have to imagine, if you don't, if you don't establish, you know, who's who's the alpha dog in that pack, because, of course, the dogs will put you as a pack. And if you don't establish in that pack that who's the alpha dog, and you've got a, you know, 125-pound beast on your hand, and they're like, no, I'm alpha dog, and you're trying to say, but no, I am. You're going to have a fight on your hand, so you need to, you know, make sure training is in there. Early on, early, early, early on to make sure because once they get to that full-grown adult dog and you haven't trained them and, and they want to let you know, no, I'm not doing that. I don't know if there's much you can do about it. No, uh, I, I think you're just out of luck. Yeah. <laughs> Lack of a better so term. Early training is a must, people. And if you're going to get a Mastiff, Keep in mind they require a lot of affection, and they don't like to be left alone a lot. They, they like to be with their family, so, you know, they don't do as well when you kind of have to leave them alone. So keep yeah. that in mind. Not, not that any of them really like to be alone because they all kind of give you that look like, you know, don't leave. But, you know, some, <laughs> some animals in particular, you know, because when we had Jack, Jack would just cry and cry when we'd leave. But he was a puppy. Aww. But, um, but yes, Mastiff, um, 
they like a lot of attention and, and they like to just lay their head in your lap or they, they may take a nap. They may just lay on your feet or something, you know, so they, they're really gentle giants, you know, so they're, yeah. they're cool dogs yeah. for your family. Well, they can step on your foot and you think that they have broken your toes. Boomer <laughs> <laughs> like, stepped on my foot once and I was like, oh, and he stood there for a minute and I was just like, you got to move. <laughs> you got to move. It was like, oh, Lord, what in the world? So they don't mean it because they just don't know how big they are. They don't know well, how big they are. Well, I, I just remember Boomer pinning me to the wall. He was just happy yeah. to see me, but he hit his <laughs> nail pattern and clipped that month. No, he hadn't gone to the groomer. And his he nails were sort of kind of sinking into the summers, but I was just like, I love you, Boomer. <laughs> There was nowhere you were going to go until he was done saying hello. Yes. <laughs> he was done, and, and he just liked licking you, and you just had to accept that your jeans were going to be wet. It didn't matter what type of clothing you had on. His slobber was coming through, but it was all in, it was love. It was all it love. It was doggy love. It was that doggy love, that big doggy love. <laughs> well, this was another episode that went by extremely quick. We're hearing the lady in our ears telling us we got 60 seconds. So we just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Missy Show. We're actually going to be taking a break next weekend, which will be, I think, the 18th. Is that going to be next week? I said today was the 11th, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think next Father's week. Day, when is Father's Day? Father's Day Sunday? 19th? Yeah. I think, I think so. well, at any rate, whatever next Saturday's <laughs> date will be, because I think today's the 11th, so, yeah, it should be the 18th. Um, we're going to be taking a break. I'm going to be having an auntie niece weekend, so I'm taking a break. <laughs> but we will be back on the 25th, I believe, with an episode regarding gators in your backyard. So if you're a resident of Florida or Louisiana where this is a real risk, you don't want to miss that episode. Gators in my backyard, June 25th, will return then. And until then, you guys have a wonderful weekend, and thanks for listening. Bye. Hi, everybody.